Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Whole Lot Nothing podcast. As per usual, my name is Roland Prince at Roland the Prince on Instagram, and across the table is who? My boy. Oh, no, I'm not. That's my line. That's my well, boy. Your boy. Jamie Lee. Your boy. At at what, James? At James Lafee. On Instagram. Yeah, anyway. at James Life, Life with an extra E. Kind of spells Lafee. Rhymes with my last name, Lee. Now, I hit record real uh, real just quickly, just so I could kind of capture what the, same, uh, what the same mentality I had right before I hit record was. And I, I looked at looked at this girl on Instagram story, and it said it's a hundred percent okay to have no idea what you're doing. And we we started having a little chatter back and forth about it. Was that. literally two seconds. Literally <laughs> I think two. we each said two sentences each that were no more than five words about it. Yeah, and then I hit record because I was like, we could talk about this further. So, as a person who spent a long time in their life not knowing at all what they're doing, I just happened to figure out what it is that I wanted to do a little earlier than. Than other people that that I know, and uh, and same with James. James is very very much the same. Yeah, we just figured out what the thing that works for us, the thing that we really wanted to do, uh, just faster than a lot of people our age. And I don't know. I I feel we're like, we're definitely the lucky ones. Yes, definitely. And I, I'm so grateful that I have found what it is that I like to do uh, before anybody else that I really know. But uh, but anyway, just getting to my point is just like. There's so many people that are in my life that, or that have come in and out of my life through being in university, being in college, and uh, and just seeing where people have gone since high school. And there's so many people in my life that still have absolutely no idea where they're going. And I just wanted to wanted to let these people know it's okay. You don't need to because I know people who have reached out to me in complete jealousy and anger. Because of my situation where I am, and it's been, at least that's the that's the it's been in anger. I assume it comes from jealousy. Of I'm not sure if you've ever gotten the same thing where people have reached out with negative intentions to try and bring you down because you have you are in a certain space and you know what you're doing with your life. Not not I'm not anywhere above anybody else. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that there's people who who will reach out and have reached out that uh that just don't want you to have success. And they're the people who don't have success, at least. No, but in there's their also eyes. at least for me, I get. I'm not sure if you've had that, but I'm just saying. This I, is I get the I've opposite. Had. I get some of my friends will come to me and approach me, um, basically, kind of just not picking apart my brain, but a lot of the time because I do feel so strongly about what I want to do with my future and the directions that I want to go and the places I want to take myself and. Mm-hmm. Basically, I know exactly the man that I want to become, and I try and put all of my efforts into making that happen. And so I get a lot of friends, not a lot, but I get, I have a few that have approached me at some point kind of asking, how do I find that thing that I want to do? Um, I'm kind of struggling finding my passions. I'm kind of struggling finding any sort of direction. And I think the thing that I always revert back to is that I don't mention this, but one, I do believe that you and I are in the lucky minority of people that have at least figured direction. Out. An idea of where we want to go, you know? Exactly. I'll yeah. just call it direction. Okay. Because we can we can aim where we yeah, want we to go. Yeah, we can aim wherever, but yeah. We, we can aim in one direction, but we don't know the exact path that we're going to take to get there. Yeah. So we're lucky in that sense. And sometimes, especially because I'm 22, you're 21, 
we're still so stupidly young that it's really hard to grasp just how much youth youthfulness that we have. You know, like four years ago, like we were in high school. And then four years before that, we got our first pube. Like, like that's yeah, kind of true. It's true. true. Like that's like, how we, young we, only, we are. We've only had pubes for eight years. We can't be expected to know what we're doing yet. Yeah, and when you recognize, <laughs> that has to be a tweet. Someone, <laughs> someone, quote me on that and tweet that shit and see what? how well it <laughs> I don't, I don't know how I'm right now. I'm kind of sounding serious at the same time talking about how we're so young. We still are within the same decade that we got our first pube. Yeah, <laughs> but well, anyways, uh, yeah, I, continue, going, continue. going. Going back to it all, ultimately, it takes a lot of time to kind of recognize the amount of time that we have on this earth. And at least for me, a lot of that has come through the people I listen to, especially Gary Vee and recently Tom Bilyeu. Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Just um, for those of you who want to search. Especially seeing him in Malaysia was, was great. But then... With tickets given to you by him. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, like don't don't sell yourself short. This, this dude... He was in Malaysia and wanted tickets to go see a dude who's a major inspiration to him, Gary Vee. And he tw- tweeted him, tweeted at him because he wanted these tickets. And he was like, yo, he, so basically Jamie did what he needed to do to get these tickets. He hustled for these tickets. Mm-hmm. It, it might have been a short hustle, but he still hustled. Gary Vee saw that, got, gave him these tickets, and then gave him the knowledge. Yeah, I was like the only white person in the entire crowd. Probably the only, like, one of five North Americans. Damn, that's wild, bro. But like, it was cool. But like, yo, you had a direct connection to Gary Vee. That's. Mm-hmm. But anyways, back to sorry, back yeah, to this. That was a little so blur. Like, that was a little blur. A lot of it is listening to guys like Gary or guys like Tom Billu, who I've been listening to on Impact Theory, which, by the way, is a fantastic podcast. If you want to learn about business, health, and kind of just a lot of self improvement, I think it's a fantastic podcast to pay attention to, um, especially the really interesting guests that that Tom has on. Um, but that's beside the point. Part of it has been from listening to people that I look up to, people that know a lot more um, about me and people I try to learn from. And part of it has come from the travels that I've been on. I think for me especially, um, as anyone who knows me intimately knows, my complete and utter state of wanderlust that I'm always in. I adore travel. I adore exploration. I adore meeting people of new cultures, backgrounds, ethnic beliefs, and kind of hearing their stories. Because ultimately, that's what all of us are, is just a collection of stories and memories that we get to share with each other. And so through that, you realize what's important, what's worth worrying about, and you kind of learn how to be a bit more patient with things. So from my travels, from the things that I've learned and pay attention to, I've recognized that if you're 18, 20, 25. I don't want to say 25 or any ages older than us because we don't know. We're not, yeah, that, we're we're not only that 22 old yet. and 21. So speaking for people, Feel whether you're listening in within our circle or you're just somebody that happened to stumble upon this and maybe you're of similar age and sort of beliefs, we have so much time. You know, like we can we can fail until we're 35 years old and then we have then you're fucked. Like, once you fail failing? No, no, I I'm disagree. kidding. I, I'm kidding. Okay, no, good. Joke. Um, so Time's the most valuable asset at this moment. Yes, exactly. I always preach that. And if you fail till you're 35, 
constantly, like every single day, whether that's in a business, whether that's finding out what you want to do, whether that's in anything, you're going to have so many lessons that you've learned from those failures that the percentage of chance that you're going to fail again just gets less and less each time. Exactly. It's a game of math and probability. It's it's just like if you are if you if you're if you're you know what if you're playing a video game and you keep on fighting the same boss over and over and over eventually you're gonna learn all the attacks that boss has mm-hmm. you're gonna learn every single defense that boss has and learn how to how to go around them get around them and de- eventually defeat that boss and get what it is that you want which might be the uh, the golden trophy or the level achievement the cloud amongst your friends whatever it is that you want but yeah yeah you learn. Each failure, you learn something new that you can take to try and lead that to a success. And I'm not going to say, I think that there's infinite possibility of failure, but I think there's also infinite possibility of success. Yep. And I think the only way to be successful is to try, fail, repeat. Well, the one thing- Until it works. The one thing that sets people who are great apart from the rest of us is the fact that they could get hit, they could go down, they can fail- and they get back up and are even stronger than when they went down. Yes. And they learn from how they went down before and keep on moving forward. That's what makes great people great because they fail. Like name one great person, any great person guaranteed, even in the field that they be, especially in within the field that got them to greatness. There have been so many failures that you, you don't see or you haven't seen, you haven't been told about because they're failures. And then eventually they hit something that leads them forward. But anyway... We've gone full circle with that conversation. Yes. I you think have so much time. One thing I'll add to yeah, that yeah, as it, a final it. point, it's kind of, I, I don't know who said it. I can't remember where I heard it, but essentially the quote goes something along the lines and I'm, I'm paraphrasing. It might be accurate. It might not be, but essentially what it is, is that the master of anything, the professional has failed more times than you have even tried. And that is, it's, it's not just that it's not just said to sound pretty. It's, it's fact. So anyone that has failed a thousand times is guaranteed to be more successful than somebody that's only tried twice. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, and you know what? Maybe that person that's tried twice has had moderate success and that person that's failed a thousand has had none. I would still put every penny I have on that person, on that person who's failed because think of all the, the value they have that experience. they've learned. They have experience. Yeah. It's, ju- it's just like... It's just like there's one person who starts a business and they have this product that just flies off the shelves instantly, but it's the first thing they ever created. And they have no business or marketing experience, but they have this one thing that just starts flying off shelves and they're selling a bunch of them. Now, if there's another person who's an inventor who is trying to make something even in the same category, they're, they're trying to make something. They, they've failed a thousand times and they've, they have nothing started flying off the shelves for them. And then they've I would still put my money on that person who's worked their ass off and gotten nowhere to build something that'll eventually start flying off the shelves and build a business. Then this one person who, yeah, you might have a bunch of sales of this one item, but you have no idea how to market it, no idea how to run your It's company. a game of math. Exactly. After you've failed so many times, you learn so many things of what not to do that you start longevity. putting your efforts into the things that are against that. Yep. And eventually that's going to pay off under the assumption that the person doing it is not delusional. Oh, Yes. Obviously, well, because this is this is kind of like the blanket statement for any normal human being. If you're doing the same thing over and over again and not getting any results, I'm sorry, you're falling into Einstein's definition of insanity, right? Exactly right there. But anyway, to to uh, a little blart here, little blart. 
For those of you who don't know, go back and listen to one of our previous podcasts. I'm not sure which one it is. Do you know what one it is? The VR one? No, 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 the one where we're talking about the like the origination the origination uh, uh, origin story of the Blart. Oh, I I can't remember what it was. Anyway, if somebody knows that, send a tweet to us or something. Uh, anyway, but at the end of our last podcast, we asked a question about VR and where it's going in the future and what people are thinking about it. And we have a couple different replies from some listeners of the, of the podcast. Uh, we have one from Paul, who is uh, or Jerome fourteen, which is the uh, which is the guy who replied to our last one uh, for, and we read his uh, a dedicated fan, a dedicated fan. We so read, shout out to you, Paul. Yeah, shout I haven't out, met you, but this is dope. Paul. Yeah, shout out Jerome fourteen. And uh, anyway, uh, I'd love to make this a regular segment on the podcast where, like, we ask a question at the end and we start reading off some of the best replies. So we have a couple different replies. We have more replies than the last one, but anyway. We got two replies here, and they're pretty good. So here is Jerome 14's answer to the last question, uh, which we were just asking about the opinions on VR and where it could be going in the future. So he says, for the VR question, VR might be the biggest breakthrough of this millennium, and I think it's uh, and I think it's not the future of mankind, but will be a large percentage of our lives in the near future. As you guys were saying, with virtual meetings and such, VR has the potential to expand the limitations we have as humans and expand our abilities in certain things to new horizons. And yeah, oh, sorry, this was, <laughs> that was a, the last bit was a message to me. But yeah, basically, he's saying that there is a possibility to push the world forward with VR, but he's saying that it will not be the future of mankind. It's not going to be the defining. Yes, it won't be the defining, the defining moment of the future of humanity. But, but what, we, what we were saying uh, on the last podcast, though, is that we're going to be spending a majority of our time in VR, and VR is going to eventually be taking over our lives, which would then become the, the which basically in that statement is saying that VR be, will become the future of mankind, at least to a certain extent. Do you think there ever will be a point where VR completely takes over our lives and we just live in chairs or live in a, in a, a simulated room? With just a VR helmet on, that's how we experience the world? No. No, because there's always going to be inherent value in nature. Um, that's just, from a biological standpoint, we depend on things like that. We depend on actually heading outside. We depend um, just from experience and knowledge, you know, like understanding our ecosystems. And many people, including myself, find those things just incredibly fascinating. But with VR, you you don't need to, because you can go to any ecosystem at any time, whenever it is, he just bumped the mic, whenever it is that you want, and you can study other, eco, any ecosystem oh, that you 100%. want to be in, you can be there. So, 100%. Like, what, so like, what's I the think, point, you know? No, it's different just to because play you have, no, I opinion. agree, I agree, it's a good question. I think the inherent value of tangible creatures, tangible things, um, just completely outstretches anything that VR could bring in. So seeing but what we were talking a pod about of dolphins, sorry, sorry. seeing a pod of dolphins in the wild that you know aren't a simulation, that is always going to have value. Seeing things react naturally in its own natural state, I think is always going to be valuable. And because everybody's going to, I think there's going to be a point where there's nature snobs. There are today, but even worse. So it's going to be like, wow, you spend all your time in those goggles in VR? Yeah, I just did a hike around the mountains and lived in actual reality. With a craft beer. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the, those people, yeah. The hipsters of the next 30 to 50 years are going to be... So the be, anti-tech hipsters. Yeah. Okay, that could, that's definitely... I feel like that definitely will be a big... There'll be like, well, they, we're just going to have another hippie movement. Uh, that's it's exactly all it's going to be. History be. is just going to go in a big loop. History, yeah. big loop. 
We're just going to have another hippie movie. Well, it's like we were talking about on one of our podcasts. I can't remember which um, previously, mm. but trends tend to cycle through. Oh, bro. Te- that, I that's think it was flamethrowers in the multiverse. Possibly. But with, like, it was. That's something ben. that's been taught to me even since I was a kid. His, like, I was all, whenever I was in history class or anything, my grandma would, like, my, when I was doing history homework, sorry. Uh, my gra- my grandpa, uh, uh, apparently I can't say words today. My grandma, she would always tell me history always repeats itself. Mm-hmm. That's why you need to study history. And I was just, I always brushed it off as whatever, whatever, whatever. My uncle, who's a history major, he also would tell me history always repeats itself. History, al-, and I was like, what the fuck? I don't, I don't see it. Now, as I get older and I see trends and patterns in the history that I've studied and then look at trends and patterns in, hi- in life today, history always is repeating itself. And it's astounding how much I'm noticing it more and more every single day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's just wild. So I think yeah. a lot of that. It's though, just a constant theme in, within society that it is. will always repeat, whether it be fashion, whether it be wars, whether it be arguments between people like that, the divide members. of society. No, I agree. Just, but I think yeah. one of the more endearing parts about knowing that how frequently history repeats itself in whatever manifestation is that it really shows how similar human beings are from generation to generation. Oh yeah. You know, we all, it's, we're all, we're all similar animals. Yeah. But it also shows like, we're not that different. So regardless of the, the divisive politics that you might see, whether that's on news channels or whatever, people at their cores are, or at their core, are just not that different from each other. Yeah. We're not that different from people in China. We're not that different no. from those people in Senegal who, you know, those like uh, those people where there's that Christian man who went to that island in the oh, middle of yeah. the Indian Ocean. The, the uncontacted murdered. tribe. Yeah. yeah, we're not that different but, than well, them. Just, just for the people who, have, who haven't heard that story, there's this guy. He was a pastor, a Christian pastor, pastor, so Christian pastor. <laughs> You really can't speak today. There's just holy goats grazing upon this Christian <laughs> pasture. No, but uh, yeah, apparently I can't speak today. Anyway, there's this Christian Christian pastor who goes, still, he gets in a boat. He goes over to this island where there's an uncontacted tribe. And this tribe, they have their own religion, their own way of doing things. They do what they want. They've they're, existed there for over 60,000 years. Yeah, they're untouched, un- uninterrupted. Leave them And historically throughout history, there have been people that have gone to contact them. There was people in the 1800s that did go and did have some sort of relationship with them. But since then, every single person that is from the Western world that that has came to them has been murdered. Yep. And Murked. if there's heli- helicopters that fly over, they throw spears and arrows at them. How low they're, are these damn helicopters? I don't know if they're actually hitting them or not. Oh, okay. Um, but the helicopters have to be low enough they can see the tribe. Yes. And uh, boats are not allowed to go there. So I think it's either the Indian or Sri Lankan government will not allow people to get within five miles of the island so they can have total peace. Mm -hmm. And essentially, they're either the last or I would say one of the last uncontacted, uninterrupted tribes in the world. Completely uncontacted. And so this Christian pastor goes there. And what he does is he tries to convert them to Christianity. Dumbass nigga. Which is like... Like, that's, why? That's another thing that, to unpack in itself, yeah. which is ridiculous. But he he gets killed. And honestly, you know what's ironic about that? What? It's a form of natural selection. Oh, it is. Take that, Christians. 100%. And or know, I should say evangelic, yeah, evangelicals. But uh, want to know something even funnier? Those tri- people of the tribe who killed him cannot be prosecuted. I know. Because he encroached on their land 
with his whatever that he wanted to do. It doesn't matter his intentions. He went on their land that's sanctioned for them to have to do whatever the hell they want. Mm. And they just did whatever the hell they wanted. Well, it's so. illegal for him to go there in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So he so was the only the one that broke the law is the guy that got murdered. Yeah. Or natural selectified. Naturally selected. <laughs> naturally selected. Well, You've been selected anyways, naturally. So we're going back to the VR topic because we have yes. a second entry, which has been sent by one of my closest friends and will be a future guest when he is back in Canada because yep, he is yep. exploring South America, currently in Santiago, Chile. Santiago. My boy... Philippe, Felipe de Riviere. So, I haven't read this, actually, as a disclaimer. I, I, did, saw I didn't read that other one that I read either. I purposely did not read it. You screenshot it to me earlier and sent yeah, it to me. I though, didn't read so it. So, I read it. Okay. But this one, I haven't read. So, I didn't want to read it because I wanted to make sure that whatever conversation we have around this is all authentic. as authentic as possible. Yep. So, here we go. Cool. The future of VR. I think VR is going to be pushed into much more practical and utile direction. Right now, everyone is discussing VR in regards to entertainment like video games and other videos you can watch for pleasure, but I think as technology develops and more studies are performed, it will be pushed into a different direction. In a class I took at Carleton called Screen Studies, one of the lectures focused on the uses of VR and and how now it is actually being used for purposes such as helping people with extreme PTSD. There are rehabilitation centers and options right now using VR that bring soldiers back to battle scenes in order to re-expose them to a scenario in order to help with their PTSD. I can't remember all the science behind it, but I guess using... Oh, I... Oh, uh, where'd it go? I lost part of it. Um, but I guess using VR allows them to re-experience what is causing their PTSD and acts as a form of healing in that way. I think VR is going to be pushed into a more medical and utile direction in the future rather than simply for entertainment purposes. LOL, I can't not write shit in an academic tone. I try to simmer it down a little. <laughs> <laughs> with that, uh, with that, I've already seen... That's a big-ass thesis. Yes, it's, it's a tahesis. Um, but, uh, Theseleus. Theseleus. <laughs> that was good. That was good. But, um, but with, with... I've seen... VR being used for for psychological treatment before. Like I've seen it for people who have fear of spiders, fear of heights, fear of whatever. And they'll use that to put people in their in whatever scenario that it is that they don't want to be in and expose them to it more to show them it's okay. You'll be okay. You'll be fine. And um it's a with, safe environment to face any fear. Exactly. And with 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 anything facing your fear is is part of moving forward. With with anything with with PTSD with any sort of well it's harder with PTSD because it is a, it is a full mental illness but it's not the same as a phobia and it can't be treated the same obviously it's, and I understand that but uh but yeah with VR I can definitely see it being used as a in in a medical situation I think it can be used even further in medical situations so imagine you're a surgeon mm -hmm. and I was just thinking surgeon get out my head bro <laughs> get out my head. No, but, and even right now, they do have virtual surgeries that go down, and the it's incredibly complex, and it's just as, just as, not just as real, but it's uh, just, just as, as anatomically intense, yeah. correct as an actual surgery would be, and your mm -hmm. movements have to be the exact same and match this. Now, imagine if you could get that even further, so instead of putting on, like, VR gloves and wearing those goggles, you actually are put into that situation further. So, 30, 40 years from now, you're 
in this room and you you see this man on a table and you find out that he's been shot, you know, with a with a double barrel shotgun right into the chest. Good luck. You you have all that info, you go around, you analyze the situation. Maybe that's how they train surgeons in the future, is they give them an actual situation like that where they have the safety net of failure, where if they fail the patient in like doesn't die in real life. Yeah. But the intensity is the same, the timing is just the same, and the situation is very similar. Mm-hmm. So you can prepare these doctors better. Uh, I think as well as within the military. Where I think that, you could have like, where I'm thinking that VR is going to be going because it it does fit into this military concept. Yeah. Is where I think VR is going and is going to be at the most useful is controlling robots and humans becoming AI. The droids in Star Wars? Pretty much. Where imagine, imagine armies are and military forces aren't actually fighting other, other humans in a sense. They have robots that are controlled, not AI. They're controlled by actual combat seasoned soldiers, soldiers that are still trained themselves on how to deal with combat scenarios, but they are using VR, so they're still seeing, feeling, whatever. Again, this is in the future when we have the technology. Seeing, feeling, hearing everything that the robot is experiencing in their situation. And they're inst- instead of actually being in those situations, the robots there. They, they're they're still controlling that robot, still still pulling that trigger, still doing what they need to do in that situation, and control and and doing it exactly how they would. But it just takes out the risk for human. No, but I also losses. the my counter argument to that is while I do think that is going to happen eventually, however far down that is, where humans humans can pilot these droids from wherever yeah, in a VR sort of sense. And, you know, like, get them to do whatever. I don't see these androids fighting other androids for the sheer reason that in the sake of war, the casualty of war are the people that have died on the battlefield. And when you lose droids, you're what are you losing? Money? Yeah. You know, like, it doesn't have as much of a collateral effect but that's the exact- on, on people. And that's I think the exact that's point. Like we shouldn't, we don't have to lose as many people anymore. No, we I can be sending. It's a good be, thing if it goes down that way. Exactly. That's it's just what I'm like to say. I just don't think it's going to happen that way because, for instance, if let's there just, was there would still be like wars obviously going on in cities and whatnot, and there's there's people in those cities like like cities could be lost still to warfare. Because there would still be planes dropping bombs. There's still heavy artillery that's coming in and blowing up the whole... Like, you could still lose planes. You could still lose... Like, there's probably still going to be actual pilots or... Poss- Actually, we don't know. It's possible. But, like, there's still losses that can be taken in, in even with robot combat. Yes. I just don't think it's necessarily going to be specifically robot on robot. I think it's, it'd be oh, it's like, not going to be exclusively robot. Yeah, okay, robot. okay, that's, what, that's what I thought you were alluding oh, to. Oh, no, I'm not saying all warfare is going to be exclusively robot on robot, but I can st- totally see SEAL Team 6 becoming a robot SEAL oh, Team 6. And yeah. it's just dudes sitting, it's high-end, high like crazy gamers, just sitting there <laughs> controlling these robots like a video game. What if, what if that's what we've been doing in Call of Duty this whole time, is actually running missions for the government? Well, <laughs> controlling did you ever these play robots? Modern we Warfare 2? Uh, I did not. Never scream like, at me for for that. Modern Warfare Two. The instead of having like a zombies game, they had uh, like specialty missions that you could do. Okay, they're like one off things, and some of them was like you fight people in waves, mm-hmm. um, and all these other. I've things. I've played this where you like you start with a sniper on top of a building, 
And then like all the like those waves of people that come in, there's like starts with like five and then it just keeps on going. I think so. With that one you have the intervention. I think I've played I it at my like, buddy's place. I, I haven't played Modern Warfare two in so long. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, continue. But uh but anyways, back to the to the VR point that Philippe brought up. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry. We went completely left. My opinion, just in the more immediate future in terms of military, imagine if you set up kind of like a video game in terms of AI, um, and you run practice missions through for SEAL Team Six or other spot like it could be like intelligence agencies it could be any sort of um military anyone and, who needs intense training yeah and they they, they have to go through like they maybe they have a specific mission they have to go go through like you know uh remember the uh osama bin laden raid yeah you know so what if v- they had vr tech back then and they and the, the seals can go through this virtual simulation of this. Obviously, it's not going to be the exact same thing. Well, nothing ever. But they is go through this like four or five hundred times to prepare. Yeah. So that well, like they already do. They already did. Like the U.S. government built a compound in the states that is exactly a replica of Osama bin Laden's. Yes. Like a, a whole thing and like or compound. I just feel like you can get even more details made with vr with well you could but like at the same time like, it's like it's basically bringing down like the, the cost combat of land si- acquisition that's needed. no but the combat side of it is a lot more effective in vr okay how so go ahead like explain because if you're training with like who with, are you supposed to sh- like it's either dummies or you're using like paintball guns uh, you know? No, uh, one of the one of the ways that I've seen this is how, how I've seen the like, the Canadian military training. Yeah. I'm not sure about the U.S. has done this, but using uh, not live ammunition but blanks in actual real steel guns with uh, with lasers on the front. So when every time you pull the trigger, shoots out a laser, and you're in your bulletproof vest, there's sensors. So mm-hmm. if you get shot, you there's the actual bang from the gun, the actual smoke, the actual recoil. So you're feeling the real steel weapon actually being used properly, but the other person on the other end isn't getting hit, but the, it registers that they've been hit. And if you get hit, it registers you've been hit. So like there's sensors. But do you helmet, feel it at all, or you don't feel it? No, because no. But that's the thing is, you can't have a perfectly simulated training sort of facility yeah. unless there's some sort of pain being inflicted. Now I'm not saying anything serious, but you know if it's enough that it's going to wind you, you know like you're. Yeah. Like the training is going to be different, and there are, you can't there is do training that with rubber VR. bullets. There no, is, I agree, but I just feel training. like it's it's easier to do this within VR. You wear like some sort of VR skin under you, and then whatever pressure point it's registered at, boom, and it it imitates like. But it would have to tap into your nervous system to do that effectively. And are people ready to have a a VR experience that's like literally you'd have to plug into your nervous system? I don't. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it's going to be like you you wear this skin or this suit and it's going to have so many different electrodes within it that it can shock you and make it feel so it could be like be an electric shock mm-hmm. that feels like an actual punch does that make sense it does make sense but i feel like going the nervous system route is, i think that's just too dangerous it's dangerous but way easier than building a suit well not sorry not easier it's more convenient let's just say that because if let's say they perfected they perfected this. Like they can get this little device that goes in the back of your neck, like you're on your brainstem or whatever. And whenever you want to play VR, you pop on your goggles, you plug the goggles into your into your little plug in the back of your neck, and you, you're good to go. You're gonna feel all the pain, all the pain that you would feel, or or pleasure, pain, whatever it is that you would feel, all through that just the tricking of your nerves. 
Like, I feel like if it, if it went to that place and if VR is going to be so implemented into regular everyday life as we're saying it might be, that people would be willing to do this. Something like some, an actual surgical implant. Because there's already people doing surgical implants with, with RFID information. Like, like, they can tap their wrist and it has mm-hmm. their banking information there. So they can tap their wrist and pay for things. Or they can tap their wrist on a smart lock and open their, their open their front door. Like there's already stuff like that where people are, like millions of people are willing to get it's the implants. beginning of the cyborg economy. Well, like bro, cyborg, like bro, people have been becoming cyborgs since like 2004. Where it's the, the bio, like uh, bioprosthetics. Where or um, uh, I think that's the word. Anyway, if I'm not, if that's not the word, uh, roast me. I don't give a fuck. Um, but where people, there's, I was actually watching this TED talk recently where YouTube has actually been suggesting a bunch of like cyborg videos to me recently, <laughs> and I have no idea why. It's just been really weird. But it's because Google's listening to our talks about VR, and they're they're like, oh, we got them. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to ho- trying to hook you in. But anyway, because we're talking about that stuff in your studio. Yeah. Oh shoot. There. You know, uh, so it's your equipment that's yeah, listening. Uh, definitely. Damn it. I should definitely. Uh, I, I'm not getting an Alexa now. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening. But anyway, what I'm getting at is, that was, I was watching this TED talk recently, and this guy has he lost both of his legs, and he has robotic legs now, and these robotic legs still work and operate just like any other human legs, but to a greater extent, like he could make these legs do things that are actually inhumanly possible. Like they can make him run faster, jump higher and all because he, they're connected to his nervous system. He's an enhanced human. And this is almost a blark from our, our VR conversation, but I do actually really believe within the next 50 to a hundred years, or it could be sooner that it's going to be a very common practice that like, Oh shit, my, I broke my leg or uh, my leg got blown off in war. Or, or I got hit by a bus. There's actually a video uh, or a, a video I watched of a guy who did get hit by a train, lost his leg and his arm, and got a robotic arm and a robotic leg, just like Metal Gear Solid. He was a fan of that video game. So, uh, yeah, anyway, if you played Metal Gear Solid. Anyway, I do believe that in the future it's going to be like almost... Like, like upgrades? Gonna, yeah, it's going to be common practice to see people walking around with upgrades. Now, here's a question about this. Do you think that with the advancements of medicine... Mm-hmm. That these upgrades are going to be happening, and are they going to be only for the rich? And At first, are the poorer portion of society going to have to rely with what I'll quote with regular genetics, which is significantly more advanced than today? I do think that's where we're going to be going, where we're going to be regrowing limbs and we're going to be getting bionic limbs all, all attached to us and becoming cyborgs, but they're going to be two completely separate markets. And there's going to be people who want to stay more human, who want to stay how we are. and The how purists. We are. Exactly. The people who want to be the same as they are, which is completely normal. Which is kind of like the nature snobs that we were talking about. Exactly. It's going to be the same type of people. They're just the hippie people. We got to be the people that we are, that we're meant to be. Those people. And uh, sorry, that was my hippie I feel like they're going to be a toss between two. One, highly religious individuals okay because they're the ones that don't like any sort of manipulation like that yeah they we have what they want to be because then that's leaving god's image yeah exactly if we're created in his image i'm not saying we are i'm not religious but you know yeah and then and then the other is just going to be like the sort of hippie hippie uh 
people that are like love yourself <laughs> respect yourself <laughs> no, that is so every time you bring that up and just you know exactly laugh. what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, too yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, i guarantee there's it's people like that, that naked that homeless guy in new york <laughs> with the sign he's like yeah, yeah. Love, love yourself, yourself. <laughs> respect yourself yeah there's that so there's gonna be those people and then there's gonna be people who are like yo this is the this is our i i kind of kind of believe that this is our next evolution and they're gonna take over because they're gonna be like oh you don't like me? Well, I'll punch you in the face with it's my like cyborg. Your on. human face will not. If anyone actually has anyone, well, you obviously haven't. But if anyone's watched One Punch Man, the anime, yet One Punch Man has a disciple, and this disciple that follows One Punch Man around, his uh, honestly, I totally forget his name. I, I, it's been a while since I watched this, but anyway, he is a he's a cyborg. And his, his the whole reason he's a cyborg is because he was too weak to defeat another cyborg that dis- that killed his family. So he goes and starts upgrading himself. He he gets bionic arms. He gets a bio like his whole face is like bionic. He's his a legs. Bionicle. Everything. <laughs> I'm dead. This, this man is a bionicle, basically. But I I really think that this is going to be something that's actually going to be a, a thing in the future where people are going and going to the doctor, being like, yo. I want to be. I want to run faster, or like I'm an old man and I, I, I don't want to regrow my limbs and, and get a new leg put on. So I'm a quadriplegic. Yeah, a quadri. Like, there we go. My nervous system is is shot. Yeah. Give, give me a robotic spine and and a robotic legs and arms that can that are not weak like my like I, I haven't been able to move my arms my entire life. So obviously there's no muscle on it. Give mm. me robotic arms and I'll be able to be good to go. And I, I think that's actually going to be a huge market where it's helping people as well. And then also, I feel like there's a massive military implication with that as well. Oh, of course. Because like before we're getting to a place where there's androids fighting each other and we're, using, and we're controlling them with VR. Cyborgs. Cy- we're going to have a cyborg military. I honestly, like, I, I, like bro, Black Ops, uh, Black Ops 2 and 3, or 2 came, like, bro, they had the ex- exoskeletons that are, that are on them. Yeah, yeah. Like mech suits that you're... Well, that you're, we already have those. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So the next step is just, well, why are we augmenting Full these integration. legs? Just give them robotic legs. Here's... We're going to get <laughs> to a point where that is that, that process is so refined that it comes out to the public as, like, a cheap thing. It's, Not cheap, sorry. But it's like, gonna make sports so interesting. Bro, th- I feel like there's gonna be a Cyborg Olympics. Bro, imagine like imagine Cyborg, Cyborg MMA. Olympics. Bro. <laughs> like Cyborg. Have, have you like, seen Real Steel? The, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, robot yeah. boxing movie? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much that, except they're actual people. Like the octagon is gonna be like 300 just meters a metal, wide because it's just like a metal cage and they have like fucking rockets in their arms. Like, no, 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 no. I'm not talking like weapons. Like, that would be sick though. If they could be shooting like Iron Man fucking beams out of their arms <laughs> and like rockets and shit and like, bro, that would be sick. sorry. Continue. I, no, I, totally I just feel off. like imagine, imagine how powerful those people can punch with a bionic arm. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, and then it's like forget it's a military demolition teams they, to go through a wall. They don't need a they don't need a demolitions expert. It's just bah punch through the wall. Done. Sorry, I cut you off again. Uh, no, that's just it's just such a badass world that it's like it's so incredible to imagine. Yeah, bro. Like it's I, like every Keanu Reeves film you've ever. ever thought of. Like, whoa, bro, we're in the Matrix. We're in the Matrix. That's my that's my Keanu Reeves. I feel like it's pretty accurate. <laughs> or as DJ Khaled says, Khaled says, accurate, accurate, accurate. 
So, but what do you what do you think that like do you sorry to stay on one topic for yeah, so yeah. long? I know it's a whole lot of nothing, and we go all over the place. But I really I really like this topic. This is a really cool one because like, I do too. It, it's it's something that I can because we, even with VR, we were talking about VR in the last episode, and I understand that VR is something that that could take over. But this is something I actually feel will be commonplace within within the next hundred and fifty years easily. Like that, bionicles. That, <laughs> I prefer to call them cyborgs. Um, it's just more political. Lego correct. humans. Lego humans. <laughs> but I, do, but I do feel because I've been seeing. I, I saw since Google's been recommending to me all these like bionic limb videos for some reason. Apparently, they might be showing up to chop off a limb soon. I don't know. Like they've just been showing me alternatives. Maybe Google's trying to like filter out their test subjects. Oh damn! By those that have the most interest, it's, it's, it's just like that South Park episode where, like, like the, with the uh, the human sentai pod, where like apples hid in their terms and conditions that they can abduct you and turn you into a human centipede. <laughs> it's just like that. Google, they put it in their terms and conditions. They'll show up. They take you. Be like, yo, man, you're you got selected for the for the arm shit. It's our only way we can take care of Amazon. Exactly. We need cyborgs. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, anyway, but I I do feel like it's going to be a sorry with these videos that I was watching. I remember my. What I was thinking with these videos that I was watching, though, there's this one video of this kid and this kid, he he hadn't had an arm since birth and his left arm was just always gone. And he it came down to his elbow. He still had movement of his elbow, but basically just right where his forearm would have started, it stopped. And it was just the nub there. And they managed to be able to give him a hand that he can fully move, that he can. He has, like Luke Skywalker. Exactly. They, they Anakin Skywalker. No, wait. Anakin still has his hands. Yeah, no, both, no, both. both. Of them. Yeah, both yeah. of them lost their hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what am I saying? Yeah, both of them lost yeah. their hands. They both jerking off with robot hands. <laughs> Use the other one. Oh yeah. Well, one of them has the option to do that. They, I was about to say like Anakin imagine lost like both ripping arms. it and it's metal. Oh, yeah. Like, no, like, nah. that's what I'm saying. Don't imagine do that. you don't have full pressure control. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, do you have pressure sensitivity? I don't know. That's something we're gonna have to find out in the future, or we can just go uh, go and ask. Or is know, it just George like Lucas. full hundred percent like? Force all the time. It just up. Oh, I broke another one. Got to get a robot dick now. <laughs> Imagine if that's where it went to. <laughs> where you just have robot dick. What if? Yeah. What if? What if that was your result? So what if that's the first? Because this is the thing. Would the you? Porn, st- the porn industry is usually the leader in all forms of tech. That's that's kind of true. Historically, honestly. with VR, yeah, they, they they're already showing it. Yeah, okay. Historically, okay. that always happens. It's happened with VR. It's happened with magazines. Yeah, it's happened like with everything. Damn. Oh shit. It's yeah. ha- it's happened with video content. Yep. On the internet, the interwebs. What if that is like it, the, the trend continues? What if porn is the leading? The leading guinea pig of everything. So there's just and the first thing that people do is they is change. Is there going to be a cyborg they get category? Bionic dicks. So there's going to be a cyborg category on name, Pornhub now. Name another podcast in the world that talks about the future of bionic dicks. I'll wait. That is one thing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that, I don't this even want to. This, this is like almost. I want to reply to this from yeah, people. L- l- from yeah. people. I want to know what are your thoughts on a cyborgs that are going to be walking around in everyday life with with just robotic legs, robotic arms, robotic dicks, you know, just normal hold stuff. Hold up, hold up. But I will add, think of robotic dicks not as what you're thinking of right now as like a giant metal piece of girth. <laughs> what I'm thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was thinking about, but all right. I, I, I just feel like that would be the average image in people's heads. Yeah. I'm talking about like. Forearm size. I'm talking about it looks and behaves like a normal one, but you know, like you touch it and then there's like your stats 
and it's like, <laughs> it's like, what? it's like, yeah, Wait, you touch it, what? you touch it, it goes through your stats, and it's like, oh, this is, uh, we just got rid of HIV today. You could have gotten it, but no, we protected you because it's a bionic dick and it can fix that problem. <laughs> this is this is important stuff. Wait, wait, at that point, would you would you still be like, would humans still be in charge of impregnating other humans, or like, yes, because it's still connected to. To, to everything, tests? I guess, but like, I, I don't know. This is a topic that I'm not well versed in, unfortunately, is the and robot. Just use market, the imagination. It doesn't take much. I don't know, man. All I, you I have watched to do a ton of bionic about, limb videos, no, but literally none of them all were you dicks. have to do with any system, including the human body, okay, are think of what are its flaws? Like, what it, what is this? Like, what are the things that make this just not that great? And how do you fix them? Okay. So what are the things that aren't that great? STDs. Not yes. that good of a thing. No, no, not at all. This technology could completely eliminate that. Not necessarily. There could what be an entirely was, new breed of robotic viruses that will take over your robot people, dick. What do half the people we, like, our age complain about? Not having money. Wrapping it up. I, you I, don't have to do that anymore. I have never complained about wrapping my dick. That's why I said half. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Probably should have said that. There's two of us here. <laughs> Math is not in our favor. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Oh my god. Uh, but anyway. yeah, there's so much p- potential. You know, there is, but there's, there's uh, like beyond an immense amount of potential for robotics it w- coming. <laughs> sorry, bionics coming into. Uh, coming into like regular play within society and where we could have the robot olympics we could have obviously robot porn as you were mentioning it's going it's to just, lead the way what if uh, do you think that's the that's human's next evolution like we've we've reached the peak that w- that we can reach with flesh and bone no and, and we're gonna be moving into the robotics where like and the average at some point yeah because take in imagine if humans were able to completely con- convert themselves to where they're they don't need oxygen they d- and we could be in a completely robotic form where like it's I guess transferring of consciousness to an extent, or we we need significantly less oxygen, then we could actually go to places that, that other planets that might not have the same amount of oxygen level, but we need a lot less to sustain ourselves. So there could be more people. Well, inter that makes interplanetary colonization so way easy. easier, way easier. Because imagine if you only needed oxygen to fuel your brain, and you don't need food. And that's it. Yeah, you don't need to. Eat. Well, you need well, you, if you still have a human brain. Then essentially, then at nutrients. that point, if you have the money, if you have the money, then you can live forever. Yeah, because you literally you wouldn't have you wouldn't need ha- as, half as much oxygen because you're not you, your 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 blood does your, your uh, sorry your muscles don't need it, so you don't need to be breathing as much. Your brain just needs it. So there needs to be we, we need significantly less oxygen when we're going to any, anywhere else outside space. And then food, as you were saying, we wouldn't need to fuel our muscles. We didn't need. We wouldn't need to be constantly. Our bones wouldn't so be making more blood. So you're saying that not only are we going to have like bionic limbs and sort of cy- cyborg esque lives that way, but we're mm-hmm. also going to have technology within our organs. Yeah. So it's basically imagine we could be running our entire body off of metal, off of off of robotics, off of, off of technology. Technology. There we go. Because me... you, at some point in the future, there's going to be a combination between actual flesh tissue and yep. organs and technology. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. And so it's saying. going to be our next evolution yeah. is is to metal. I don't know, but I'm not saying it's necessarily going to be metal. 
Nanotech is going to be what revolutionizes all of You know what this. I'm saying. I'm not saying that well, obviously we're going to, we got to go get metal stomachs now, bro. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is in the future, our next evolution is to robotic, is going to be more robotic in terms of humans aren't going to stay flesh forever. But if we want to, because think about it, our planet, we only have a certain amount of time that we're humans as we are now can even stay on this planet. Like we've, our pla- we haven't even been on this planet long enough for our whole planet to do a full cycle. You know what I mean? Mm. In terms of weather wise, just Google it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, planet cycles. Anyway, what I'm getting at is robotics basically enhances humans to a point where we could be way greater than what we are right now. I'm not saying we're bad right now. I still like myself. Yeah, I love yeah, myself. Yeah. Even though I look like a burnt chicken burnt nugget, nugget. I, I still, still love, love myself. myself. <laughs> <laughs> what is this podcast? What have we become now? Are we this, just like this podcast uh, is a collection of old vines and medical, medical adva- medically medical advanced advancements. dicks. Yeah, pretty much. So welcome to the dick cast. That's just now what it's yeah. called. <laughs> this, this, this podcast is about how the future is going to be dick dictated. Ah, <laughs> what do you call a potato with a penis? dictator exactly and with that we are and no i'm just kidding we're no. not ending. we're nowhere near ending no we, no but taking we've only just hit the like almost 50? 50 minute mark and this is where we're at where do we start with this conversation we started with a with with a story that i found <laughs> that this girl posted saying what your potential could be it started and serious we ended with vr dicks or sorry not <laughs> vr dicks robotic bionic dicks that give you your stats <laughs> so is there like, like Stat- a- and you know what you could sell your stats <laughs> you could sell your data to companies your your fuck data it could wait be. hold on do you think that's the future of porn where like you just have to plug in your penis and it and it goes and all it's you- like a fucking usb everything into- <laughs> everything that you've ever fucked all the shit the kinky weird shit that you like to do in bed it's all in there and you, it just goes into Pornhub in the future, and it's, it just generates the video that best suits what you're into. Hold up. I'm just going to say one thing. Mom, I hope you're not listening I was to just this. thinking, yeah. And uh, Kirsten, my little sister, get off right now. Yeah. like You should have got Now? She should have left a while like 20 ago. minutes ago. I'm going to go through the podcast and find the point where we start talking about weird shit, and we can insert a little PSA of just like, <laughs> if you choose to continue... Be warned. Well, this is like, honestly, this is kind of tame to what we were talking about before the pod. Oh, my, you 100%. <laughs> but like, for those of you who don't know, like, James and I are really good friends. And we talk about like all the weird, raunchy, yeah, gross like, shit this that is we only, think of. This is only like part of it. This is the most tame, gross conversation <laughs> we've ever had. I won't, I won't say the most tame. It's pretty I, damn I think tame. The only time we ever usually it down it's is not on record that. like this. Oh, God. And no. it's a good thing. I feel like it's a good thing that we're in per trying to pursue personal branding because that means that kind of we create our own bosses at some point because like if any sort of employer got a hold of this oh they'd be like um excuse me first off the employer would have to sit down and listen to the podcast all the way up to like around the like 40 minute mark is where we started to talk about this and then that by then they're probably a fan they're probably a fan so like realistically would it hurt your chances and i don't know they got to the 40-minute mark. They must be a fan. They're sitting there. I got to find something bad about this dude. Oh, 40 minutes later. I like this guy. Oh, robot dicks. Nope, you're not hired now. I don't know. But yeah, I am glad that we we are doing our own thing where we're, we, we are entrepreneurs and we're not really. I'm not considering myself an entrepreneur yet. I'm a student. 
even though I'm not in school right now, I consider myself a student. A of, learner, a, pursu- a pursuer of knowledge. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm a student. I'm trying to take in everything, and and then when I have the financial resources, I'll, I'll here, execute. Here, but I'm, it's a plan. Yes. Here's but, a question. Yeah. Do you sell your services that you offer? This sounds really wrong. <laughs> that you offer to the public for profit for yourself. From time to time, yes. You're an entrepreneur. I think is that that that's you are doing business. You are your own boss I in would, that business. I view you are an entrepreneur. That's a freelancer. An entrepreneur freelance is, though that that you are you're running your own business and that business happens to no, involve being a free agent. The way that I look at entrepreneurship is if oh man, how did we go from like just, robo just, just go with to this? It. But just okay. go with it. <laughs> that needs to be the name of this podcast. <laughs> Robo Dicks and Entrepreneurship. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Done. That's just what's happening. Robo Dicks and Entrepreneurship. <laughs> Could a Robo Dick sink an entrepreneurship? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Could it sink an entrepreneurship? <laughs> <laughs> this is the most laughing we've definitely done during a podcast because. If you guys can tell, yes, we take this seriously, but we're just like two we take very it serious non-serious we people. Yeah, exactly. We're very non-serious people doing very serious things. Okay. So, Sorry, continue. In my opinion, an entrepreneur is somebody that identifies a problem and solves it. Okay. And then they try to do that at a further scale. Okay. I'm not at that point yet. There's people who need photos. You are filling that need. And they're paying you dollars. You're and that's it. Like you're selling them a service. Yeah, but it's it's too. I don't know. I, it's you too can, simplified in its current form for me to actually like toss out that title. You, okay. I, like I'm a big believer that if you're going to call yourself an entrepreneur, you really have to earn that title. You really have to have a I, business I, I that is. That. I and I that. and I will also say that it should be your main source of income. Okay. There we go. Okay. That's. That's a good. That's a good little divider to put in there. Because if it's not, then it, you're just a side hustler, and that, that's fine. You can develop those into into actual thriving businesses. But yeah. for me to classify myself, especially as an entrepreneur, I would have to be making the vast majority of my income from a an idea and a problem that I'm trying to solve for other people. Okay, and that you're that you're running yourself. Yes. Okay. That's an understand. Okay, now I understand it a little bit further. Yes. Okay. So I won't. I won't call myself that right now. Yeah. I do plan on this in my future. Hopefully, yeah. near future. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, at some point within the next. Fingers 24 crossed. Months. Knocking on that wood. Hopefully, sometime within the next twenty-four months. Yep. But I don't know how this is all going to play out. It depends on how much money I can invest into myself, into different things, and yep. into the things I'm trying to execute upon. One of them being this podcast. Podcast. So if you honestly, if you're enjoying these conversations about entrepreneurship about whether it's influencer marketing which we talk about from time to time but whether it's about the multiverse whether it's about robo dicks whether it's about vr if you're liking this it would really mean a lot to us if you could share this send it to anybody or even better or i won't say better but just as good if somebody asks you oh have you listened to any podcasts recently if you mention us we'd be eternally grateful because we, yeah. we're, we're just two small guys trying to do a little thing. We got a whole lot of nothing. We yeah. want to turn it into a whole lot of something and we can Or at least a little bit of, a little bit of something. Oh, well, we let, do have a little bit start of something. That. We got a little bit. No, we're, we're still a whole lot of nothing. We oh, true. Yeah, we're forever nothing gang. Yeah. <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing gang. gang. This is a complete opposite what of What do you guys stand gang. for? Nothing. 
what, what are you? The nothing gang. How much clout do you have? None. Yeah. I have like three clouts. <laughs> three clouts. <laughs> My clout level's like uh, 0. 0.6. 0. 0.6. But we have just hit the 60. No, we haven't. We oh, still no, a few that's minutes. a five. Sorry. Yeah, that's a five. My, eye holes, a few more My eye holes are terrible right yeah. now. Damn. That's what I get for using the. Uh, I did something different today with the uh, with how I set up the uh, the studio where I have my edit. For those of you who know Pro Tools, I have my edit window up top and my mix window down at the bottom. And uh, the TV that I have at the top isn't of as high of a quality as my screen I have at the bottom. So you know, fives mm-hmm. looks like sixes sometimes, and that's just what happens. But let's blart this. Let's blart this as far away from Robo Dicks and VR and entrepreneurship that we wow, can. Wow, that's a that's a fat blart. Like this is a big blart this is like imagine you get actually like four paul blarts line them up next to each other that's a quadril blart and then push them together until they become one but one big blart that's a uniblart a uniblart so this is a universe size blart this is a uniblart not a galactablart oh shit a galactablart speaking of the galaxy what are your (laughs) (laughs) what are your opinions on guardians of the galaxy oh i love Love, 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 love Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, what do you think is going to happen to the Guardians of the Galaxy in this new Avengers movie that's coming out? Well, didn't most of them oh, die? Oh, I, I got fucking <laughs> oh. ink all over my hands. Yeah. My pen exploded. For those of you that obviously can't see. Well, they could. They could be watching right now from like a crack in the ceiling or some shit. From somebody's like robo dick cam. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had to is, is, that, is that the future of POV porn? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> now that's a blart. That's a blart. That's a blart. The future, again, the future of POV porn. Again, is it's POV leading f- the pack. Oh my god! That's it's how it's true. I feel like every conversation after that point is somehow going to lead back to Robo Dicks. You yeah. can blart this all you want. You can toss a Galacta blart, a Una blart, a Quadra blart, a Hella blart, <laughs> like a, a Dodecahedra blart, blart, like. A polyblart, whatever you want to toss our way, it's somehow going to lead back to Robo Dicks. Is that our new challenge on every podcast that we just have to somehow blart it back to Robo to Dicks? Robo Dicks. They have to, please like, no. I kind of want to keep can, Robo Dicks to this to this moment, and maybe in the future, if it's like appropriate, not in terms of like appropriate content, but it comes up and the opportunity is too good. To, oh, we have like, to have a guest up. on, and if it, to see if guests have listened to our previous content. Robodicks. We have to just mention Robo. Like, what are your thoughts on Robodicks? We have to get some women in here to talk about what their opinions on Robodicks. Because, like, think about this: the future isn't just Robodicks; it's Robo pussies as well. There's oh, another Jesus. side. To it. There's there's a whole other side of the coin that we didn't even think of. Perhaps. <laughs> That's <laughs> honestly like I can't go in. We can't go into this now. No, no. Like it's too, it would take it's, up it, too it much ta- time. Like, bro, it would take up. Like, Cyb- are they robo dicks or cybo dicks? So, oh, well, if the whole dick is a robo is robotic, then it's a robo dick. But if it's like partially robotic, uh, hold up, hold then up, it's like hold a up, hold up. Dick? I was just thinking. Imagine if somebody was like in their car. And they're listening to this podcast. They pick somebody up. And oh my god! All, and they get they, in at this and, point. And, and like they just entered at this point. You uh, know, if, if the you whole just came dick, in, if the whole dick is robotic, it's a robo dick. But if it's only partially robotic, <laughs> it's a, a cyborg, cyborg dick. dick. 
Like imagine, no, imagine, no, imagine like, up your mom. You imagine want, the person that does that, and they no. But okay. imagine the person that does that, and they have to explain to especially the person in like, the car, <laughs> like, like pick the up context, their mom like, or their significant other. It's a first date. Oh my! Oh god. my god! It, do not listen to this podcast on a first date. Maybe that, some of the other that episodes. That should be the name. That should be the name of this podcast. <laughs> do not listen to this podcast on a first date. No, it was the other one that I like. It was uh, Robo Dicks and Entrepreneurship. Robo Dicks and Entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I I would love because the thing is not all not all cars are perfectly soundproof, so you can still hear like I, many times I've been in my car I've been driving and I've heard other people at an intersection sitting there they, and they're on the phone on that little like CarPlay thing yeah you can and you can still hear their conversation so imagine you hear this conversation about Robodicks through the car <laughs> at an intersection and the person has no idea <laughs> there's no context they're just sitting there like you're you're sitting in your car you're listening to the podcast you're like all right doing your thing da, 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 da. and then you pull up to an intersection and there's just some dude in an suv and some mom in a bug just turning it over like oh it's some soccer mom and her fancy tesla like, uh, <laughs> her tesla van that they're gonna have in the future i feel like tesla definitely is gonna come out with a with a soccer mom van I, I feel like tesla is gonna be the pioneer of the robo dick i was just about to say that get up <laughs> my head bro out my head it's definitely gonna be it's such an elon musk is thing. elon musk gonna be the first dude to get one on and he's just gonna be like all right i got it pull yes, up this is a good thing. wait does do you think uh okay so let's say let's say it's way off in the future robo dick is in and robo a, that's a normal he understands thing. ai almost as as well as any anyone out he there. is an ai so <laughs> he is a robo right. he has a robo dick exactly no but what i'm getting maybe at, a cybo dick what i'm getting at is imagine way off in the future like you you have a significant other and that significant other's got a robo pussy you got a robo dick and she does not want you have you robo to, babies she no 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 she doesn't want you to cheat that night so she just so takes your dick or or she could check your stats the next day oh that's true that's true and or she what, could check what, if what you've if? like cleared your history and shit like uh, <laughs> did you clear your fuck history uh no uh it's it's all still there what no but like what what if it what if that's the thing where the next thing is like oh your wife got your dick ah this dude's whipped he can't even bring his dick out because <laughs> his wife takes it and puts it on the counter <laughs> so he doesn't what cheat. if you could like r- lock like she could like lock the robo dick what if you could ro- so lock that, the robo pussy? No, both ways so it's okay. like it's, it's like you equality, make a pact. equality no you make a pact that they only work together that's a that's a, that should be in the in the marriage agreement. Yeah, right there. They only work together unless otherwise specified. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Until death do us part. Until death do us part. Oh my god. That. Oh. Okay. Now we are we, officially. Yeah, over. Yeah. We we have we we have <laughs> reached our limit here. Like mom. Like I really hope. I really you hope you're not far. listening, mom. I really hope none of my mom's students are listening and then somehow <laughs> tell her about this because apparently apparently her students are fans of mine and every time I post something on Instagram. Her, like my mom will be like, yeah, this student was talking about this, and this student was talking about this. They came to they came to show me your pictures. Well, I hope. I really hope this is one not one of the ones that gets back to her. But just saying that, oh yeah, oh. And I hope if your family of mine and this is the first one you listen to, like, don't let you this just, be the first. You, you could have gone to the other one. Any other one, you made the worst decision. Yeah. But with that being said, Robo Dicks aside, or Robo Nicks beneath us, I don't know, whatever you want to talk about. Robo dicks aside, entrepreneurship aside, I really hope you enjoyed this conversation. And uh, I really hope you tune in next week because we probably won't be talking about Robo dicks, but we don't know. Because every time we get them in here, we start with a whole lot of nothing and turn it into a whole, whole lot of robo-dicks. weird to- topic or something. Anyway, 
Follow us on Instagram at WLN Podcast. We'll, we'll add a question. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Go for it. If you're Robo Dick or, or like any, anything else, any other sexual organ of yours, you know, like whether that's like any other like sexual organ, what uh, there's like two, no, like you could have like robot titties oh, okay. or something, like it was just something. If you could have a robotic limb, what what stats would sort? you want it to collect? Wait, what statistics you'd <laughs> yeah. want it to collect? Like, what could titties? What in, like what could they measure squeeze force? Yeah, that's <laughs> one. Like, like <laughs> actually, <laughs> all right, I guess sure. All right, all right. If you could have a robotic limb of any sort, sexual or non-sexual organ, what statistics would you want it to measure? Send it to us at WLN Podcast on Instagram. Send us a DM. We will read it out on our next Be podcast. Be as specific as possible. At, oh, you yeah, give me some detail. Give us some detail. But with that being said, and we will keep you anonymous if you want. Oh yeah, don't don't worry. Just put in the in there in a, in, with little stars, asterisks, and, and in capital letters right at the beginning. You want to be anonymous. Just just let us know and we won't expose you. But with all that being said, dicks aside, entrepreneurship aside, whatever the hell that question was aside, thank you everybody for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram at WLN Podcast. My name is Roland Prince. Across the table is Jamie Lee. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, we're not going to tell you how. You figure it out. And we hope you have a great night. Peace. Goodbye.